Hi guys, this is your girl Wakeji Kamore and welcome to Reflections by Wakeji Kamore. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening depending on the time that you're listening to this. Today we are going to be covering Exodus chapter 16 and this is just a continuation from um where the Israelites have reached on this journey. <laughs> then it says then all the Israelites left Elim. Elim is a place that had 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. First I'm like, why are you leaving this place? This is not Canaan yet. Ah, it feels like it. Can we just stay here? <laughs> and it says that they left and they reached the west western Sinai desert between Elim, Elim and Mount Sinai. On the 15th day of the second month after leaving Egypt, Then the whole community of Israelites began complaining again. These guys are complaining. <laughs> they complained to Moses and Aaron in the desert and they said, "It would have been better if the Lord had just killed us in the land of Egypt." Eesh, these guys, my gosh. <laughs> At least there were plenty to eat. There was plenty to eat. We had all the food we needed, but now you have brought us here into the desert to make us die from hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, "I will cause food to fall from the sky. This food will be for you to eat. Every day the people should go out and gather their food, the food that they need that day. I will do this if they will do what I tell them. Every day the people will gather only enough food for one day. But on Friday when the people prepare their food, they will see that they have enough food for two days." So Moses and Aaron said to the Israelites, "Today you will see the power of the Lord, as if they haven't already." <laughs> Sorry guys. Yeah, I'm judging these Israelites actually. <laughs> you will know that he is the one who brought you out of Egypt. You have been complaining about the Lord, and he has heard you. So tomorrow morning you will see the glory of the Lord. You have been complaining and complaining about us. Maybe now we can have a little rest. <laughs> this guy is Moses and Aaron are actually speaking their minds. Then Moses said, "In the evening the Lord will give you meat to eat, and in the morning you will have all the bread you want. The Lord will do this because he has heard your complaining, which was against him and not us. What can we do? We can only do what he tells us to do, so your complaining are really against the Lord." Then Moses said to Aaron tell the whole community of Israel to come together before the Lord because he has heard their complaints so Aaron spoke to all the Israelites while he was talking the people turned and looked into the desert and they saw the glory of God appear in the cloud the Lord said to Moses i have heard the complaints of the Israelites so tell them tonight you will eat meat and in the morning you will have all the bread you want then you will know that you can trust the Lord your God That evening flocks of quail quail you guys flocks of quail came and filled the camp and in the morning dew lay on the ground all around it after the day the dew was gone something thin like flakes of frost was on the ground when the israelites saw it they asked each other what is that because they did not know what it was so moses told them this is the food the lord is giving you to eat The Lord says each of you should gather what you need a basket of manna for everyone in your family 
So that is what the Israelites did. Some people gathered a large amount and some people gathered a little. But when they all measured what they had gathered, there was no shortage and there was none left over. Everyone gathered what just what they needed. And Moses told them, do not save that food to eat the next day. But some of the people did not obey Moses. Because trust is a big issue. They saved their food for the next day, but worms got into the food and it began to stink. Moses was angry with the people who did this. Every morning, the people gathered as much food as they could eat, but by noon, the food melted and was gone. On Friday, the people gathered twice as much food, two baskets for every person. So all the leaders of the people came and told this to Moses. Moses told them, this is what the Lord said would happen. It happened because tomorrow is Sabbath, the special day of rest to honor the Lord. You can cook all the food you need to cook for today and save the rest of this food for tomorrow morning. So the people saved the rest of the food for the next day. And as Moses commanded, and none of the food spoiled or had worms in it. On Saturday, Moses told the people, Today is the Sabbath, the special day of rest to honor the Lord. So none of you should be out in the field. Eat the food you gathered yesterday. You should gather the food for six days, but seven on the seventh day of the week is is for rest, and there is there will be none of any of the special food on the ground. So on Saturday, some people went out to gather food, but they could not find any. <laughs> this guy as well. On any stretch. <laughs> then the Lord said to Moses, How long will people refuse to obey my commands and teachings? Look, the Lord has made Sabbath a day of rest for you. So on Friday, he will give you enough food for two days. Then on Sabbath, each of you should sit down and relax. Stay where you are. So the people rested on the Sabbath. The people called the special food manna. It was like small white coriander seeds and tasted like thin cakes made with honey. Oh, wow. Moses told the people what the Lord said. Save a basket of this food for your descendants, that they can see the food that I gave to you in the desert when I took you out of Egypt. So Moses told Aaron, take a jar and fill it with, with a full basket of manna. Save this manna to put before the Lord. Save it for our descendants. Aaron did what the Lord had commanded Moses, and Aaron put a jar of manna in front of the box of the agreement. The people ate manna for 40 years until they came to the land of rest. That is, until they came to the edge of the land of Canaan. The measure they used for the manna was Omer, and Omer was about eight cups. And that's the end of Exodus chapter 16. Let me tell you guys, every single time I read the story of Israelites, I'm, I get so angry, man. I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? Why won't you just stop complaining and disobeying? Like, what's, what's up with you guys? <laughs> but today I want us to take a closer look at the Israelites. You see, the Bible records that they lived in Egypt for 430 years. And this huge crowd of people being led by Moses, we can assume that the oldest cannot be above 150 or even 180 years old, for sure. This means that everyone in this huge crowd was born after the time Egypt had enslaved Israel. They were born into slavery, into hard labor, into oppression. And so as oppressed slaves do, or as oppressed people do, all they knew how to do was to complain and to murmur. 
murmuring because as a slave you can't complain in uh, placard lifting tones you have to hash hash tone to do hash hash tones otherwise you'll get into trouble they had never experienced a life where someone not just their elders but a powerful god was on their side this was a new experience and so with every challenge that they faced they just went back to factory settings which was complain and mama and unfortunately this is the same for some of us Life has served us so many challenges and in return we have come up with ways to survive, mechanisms to cope. We have lived life doing most things for ourselves. And so even when we come into salvation, we don't know how to let God love on us. We have had terrible relationships with our earthly fathers. So we don't know how to trust our heavenly father and to have a good relationship with him. And so as soon as we are faced with challenges in salvation, we go back to our factory setting which is complaining and murmuring. Or whatever your factory settings are, it could be that you are analytical and you are a realist, so faith is completely foreign to you. It could be that your coping mechanism is that you're a serious planner. So you find it really hard to let go of control and to just trust that God has your life all planned out. Whatever your mechanisms or whatever your factory settings are. I am here to tell you, child of God, imagine you can breathe. You can exhale. You can rest because now you have a powerful loving God on your side. You no longer have to do everything by yourself. Allow God to love on you. This is your girl Wakeji Kamore and this has been reflections by Wakeji Kamore.